Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of All Be the Judge of That. I'm your host, Evan Ryan Lewis, and here with me, as always, Adam Eagle Rock is present and ready to rock. Welcome, Adam. A uh, few housekeeping things up top. This is season three. Uh, we're in 2023. It's a new year. And longtime listeners of the podcast may remember that when I'm hosting, that means there's a guest. So usually it's just me. And then Adam's here to present the incoherent ramblings of a sociopathic madman. But today, along with him, we have a guest and we have a great lineup of guests this year. Actually, we're really excited for you guys to meet all these guests. But who better to start out the season with than our executive producer, the woman behind the scenes who makes it all happen. Please welcome back to the show, Miss Lara Starlacci. Hey, everybody. Thanks, thanks for having me back. Fourth time's a charm. How have you Are been, you the- Leah? You know, I've been great. Um, quick update for the listeners. I moved to L.A. Welcome. Oh, right in time for us to move to a remote recording policy, I guess. <laughs> that time seems suspicious. I'll have a talk with you know, HR about that. But, you know, I uprooted my whole life for this podcast. And now we now we do remote recording. So yeah, anyway, not bitter at all about that. But happy to be here in LA with you guys. A little behind the back, a little behind the scenes of the podcast due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, we used to do all the recordings in person for safety. Now with the um, that being said, I almost murdered your grandma. And and I have never been more scared in my life. So anyways, we asked Lara to move to um, L.A. full time to really be hands on with the podcast. And then we decided to go fully remote. But that's OK. You're here now. It's not freezing outside. I'm here aren't, now. Aren't you happy to be here? I am. I mean, it's where, do you, been where pretty... do you live? I live in Santa Monica. Oh, wow. West Sider. West Sider. Yeah. You guys um, are nearby. Yeah. I felt like if I'm moving from New York, I should be near the beach, right? Yeah. And you told me off the air that the bagels are better here in L.A. Okay, let's get started. Well, I I do want to say that I hate to tell you this now, but Santa Monica is not really at the beach. There's this massive cliff that like kind of, you know, like Venice, you could walk right onto the beach. I've seen this cliff. It's a a process. It's a little bit of a process. But neither here nor there. I'm here to present a wild story that happened to me. Whoa. Okay. Story of the week. Story of the week. Kick us off. I have been invited to go to New Orleans for a bachelor party. So I have never been to this Creole Cajun French culture. So I decided to take my buddies up on this. And when I arrived, we're talking Louisiana for those who don't know where New Orleans is. And the I call an Uber. Uber said four minutes. Beautiful. All of a sudden, it's a Tesla. Now, I'm shocked. LA, yes. Texas, okay. Louisiana, I'm shocked. Not only is there one Tesla, there's two Teslas. Pull up right in front of each other. I, you know, go up to the guy at the, the, the window. You here for Adam? <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. And he pops the trunk, I threw my suitcase in, and I got in the car. Now, I hate Teslas. I hate everything about them, specifically the mapping system, okay? So I can't tell where we're going in this Uber 
because it doesn't have like the traditional map. It has this weird thing and he's kind of not following this. He's using his phone that's hidden off the screen. Like I can't see. So my buddies are like, where are you at? Like, we're going to get dinner. Like, where are you? Where are you? I'm like, hold on. So I look and I'm like, dude, we're 20 minutes in the wrong direction. So I'm like, hey, hey, man, like, uh, do you mind taking, where are you going? He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts talking in, in Creole, and I, I have no idea what he's saying. And he's like half on the phone and half talking to me, and like the whole thing's a disaster. So I'm looking, at him, I'm like, let me text my Uber driver. I think this isn't the right guy. So I text the Uber driver, and I look, and I'm just waiting, you know, nothing. So I call him, and I'm just waiting there for, for my Uber driver to answer the phone. And I'm on, I'm on the phone, I'm on the phone. And this other guy picks up. My guy's still driving, fucking smiling, doing his thing. So the guy picks up. He goes, I know I picked up the wrong person. Oh, and I man. Was like, I was like, all right. Well, I'm like screaming now at my Uber driver, take me back. Like you're going the wrong direction. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, what do you want to do? He's like, meet me back at the airport. So now I'm already 20 minutes in the wrong direction. So I tell my Uber driver, drive me back. You got to drive me back to the airport. He goes, did you forget something? I said, yes, I forgot something. So we drive back to the airport. Now both Teslas, boom, pull up at the same time. Same same situation. I get out of the car. I'm walking to now my real Uber, this other Tesla. Again, shocked that it's in Louisiana. Two of them. The only two played a little, you know, three-card Monty on me. And the there's a girl sitting in the back seat. And the driver gets out. He goes, hey, man, um, do you mind if she rides along with? And I was like, um... Well, you're gonna drop me off first or her? He goes, no. Well, she's just she's just right down the street, and I was like, no, like you can't you can't just take my Uber and then do a now I'm doing a car, Uber pool or whatever those things were, like but on my dollar. Did she call an Uber too, or or she was just like a friend of the driver? Well, she was in the car. She was like kind of. I was like I was like, listen, if you want to drop me off first, I'm late for dinner. You could you could take the ride. I'll pay for the you know you get the free ride. Sure, I don't care. But I'm not going to go out of my way to drop you off. I just went 20 minutes out of my way because because you guys don't know how to communicate in this in this city here. Everyone's speaking Creole and Cajun and shit like that. No offense to our listeners. Um, so the girl got like all weird about it, and she's just like, "I'll call another Uber." And I was like, "Okay, I will take my Uber that I called and paid for." It was just wild, and I was just like, "The guy, the guy asked, can we drop her off?'" I was like. Hold on. I got to write this whole thing down real quick. You know, that's, it's a great story of the week. It reminds me so much of a story I heard last night, actually. That's very similar. A friend of mine calls me and tells me the story that he went on a, a first date um, from someone he met through an app. And he shows up and he's like, hey. And, and you know, she's like, hey. And, and in his head, she was he was kind of like, she doesn't look you know exactly like her pictures. But, oh, my God. You know, that happens. And so they go to the bar and he goes, so what do you want? And she goes, well, I know you love Mezcal. And he was like, huh? And she's like, yeah, and your messages, you said you're into Mezcal. And he was oh, thinking, no. like, I don't remember saying that because I don't really love Mezcal. And they're like 10 minutes into this date. And this other girl walks up who looks kind of like her. And they realize. <laughs> and then the other guy showed up who looked kind of like my friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's incredible. This is incredible. Is that's this, like is a rom be... waiting to happen. Right. That's, Did they that... hit it off? Did they so I, I was together? like, who'd you like better? Like, you know, uh -huh. the girl you were supposed to be with? or the, You know, because he totally. said that at one point, 
the girl went over to the table and was like, how's it going for you guys? You know, like, and they were like looking at like mirrored versions of themselves. <gasps> wow. Dude, I'm I feel waiting like, to happen. I feel like if that happened to me, like I would need to, I, I, I would need to really crush that date. You know, like I, I need to, not for the girl, but for the, cu- for the other couple, yeah, like I to need prove to be you're happy. better than your doppelganger. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. Like I need this girl to be dying laughing. I need yeah. to be like, you know, us having a great time. Maybe dance. We got to throw in a little dance. Like, is this guy dancing? He's not dancing. Whenever the yeah. other couple looks over, you have to pretend like you're just cracking up. <laughs> right. Having a great time. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Wow, okay. Well, thank you for sharing the story of the week, Adam. That was fantastic. Lara, you have not been on in a while. I'm sure you are just chock full of topics, uh, chomping at the bit. So let's go. I let's really get am. All right. I'm excited. You ready? You're up, buttercup. Okay. My first topic is inspired by a road trip that I recently took with my friend Caroline. Shout out to Caroline in Brooklyn. Um, we were Can't on a road trip and yeah, cool. And <laughs> we, <laughs> we were on a road trip and we passed by a lot of wild animals as often happens um, when you're on a road trip. My topic is, is it strange not to acknowledge the animals when you're, you know, you, you pass by like a lot of sheep, a lot of cows, a lot of horses. And I feel like nine times out of 10, you're like, oh, whoa, that animal, insert animal. Is it strange if like no one acknowledges um, the animals in any shape or form? Well, how many times are you seeing these? If you keep seeing horses every five miles, you don't have to keep saying The first time you see it, then great, great follow up. The first time you see it. And then it of course becomes the norm. Have to have to acknowledge i i would say it depends on how wild these animals are like oh there's a deer yeah there's fucking deer deers don't let's let's not acknowledge deers what about horses or sheep or cows yeah pigs i acknowledge deer animals that you don't see i mean this is obviously like for a lot of suburban folks but like animals that you don't see every day i would say that it's a it's a location setting right so i went for a run the other today I saw fox on the running thing. Like that's wild. wild. That's wild. wild. But if I was driving through the farm fields of upstate New York and I'm like, oh my God, there's a horse in Ithaca. It's like, well, watch out for the bear in the next left. Like, you know, like where yeah. are we? My, my dad thinks that there should be a law that the farms on the highways should be required to post signs saying what they're growing. I couldn't support that law more. Because you're driving by mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, you know, is this strawberries? Is this grapes? You yeah. Know? Is this plums? Is this walnuts? And then it would be a similar concept, like wave to the plums or the walnuts. So your friend did not acknowledge the animals? Wait, wave? We both, we both did. We both wave, like wave <laughs> acknowledge. Oh, whoa, horses. Oh, whoa, sheep. Um, and then it was just inspired by like she was with someone else on a different road trip. And she was like, oh, there were like a lot of pigs or something. And her friend didn't acknowledge them and she thought Uh that was weird and i think it's kind of weird too yeah you have to acknowledge wild animals but only the first couple times you see them and then it's yeah it's you got to read the room too though you know like read the car yeah 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 (laughs) read the car if you're picking up someone who grew up on a ranch or a farm like you know it's just a quick you know fair i'm from new jersey so yeah well so okay so the that's why you said don't worry about the deer Mm, a lot of deer right? in New Jersey. Absolutely. A lot of deer, right? But uh-huh. if they're like 
they're Santa Claus. Like you bet I'm looking, you know, <laughs> bears. Yeah. You have to acknowledge every time. A bear, yeah. you, definitely you don't see like bears on a road trip. Do you? I've seen bears on a road trip. Really? Oh, I never yeah. have. Oh, you did say wild though. Wild is a big difference. So if there's a, fa- you're, this is a great mm. point. You well, said no wild. wild animals on the highway. They walk onto the highway. Of course they're fenced off. You haven't been in North Dakota. I have God. not been in North Dakota. Yeah. It's just pigs on the highway. Like it's just what you, that's, you know, that's yeah. something like be alert. Watch mm-hmm. out for the pig. It's trying to cross the chicken. who's trying to cross the road. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Um, okay. okay, so bottom line, like it's weird not to acknowledge the animals in some way, shape, or form. For me, yes. Adam Egrock. How do we? Yeah, I think you should. I think you should acknowledge. I think you should acknowledge. But if they're fenced off, like one and done. Oh, look a cow. Done. You never mention a cow again, okay. unless it's like a. No, you don't mention. Okay. Okay. Can I throw a topic in here? For sure. You're the host. Okay, my first top. My first topic: How much direction can you give your cleaning person? <laughs> I do a full. I do a test case. This is this is how I choose my cleaning lady, or person. Sorry. Um, which I could say because I was a cleaning. I was a dirt diva. Actually, <laughs> that was that was the company I I worked for. A dirt um, diva. Yeah, I was trying to rebrand it as Dirt Dudes, but it didn't catch on as much. Nice. So I now do a test when I hire a cleaning person. This is going to, this is going to tr- trouble me. In audition? They, in audition. Yes. So they think it's their first time cleaning the house and that I will be a repeat customer. I sprinkle, I sprinkle <laughs> coffee grinds in weird places, <sighs> right? I need to make sure that baseboard under <laughs> the armoire is clean. All right. And I, I need, I'm sprinkling stuff. I, I sprinkle so much stuff sometimes when I go to clean the house after they clean because <laughs> I don't think they do a good job. You're I making find your, I'm like, you're making your house dirtier in this process. I mean, you got, it's an audition. It's an audition. It's uh-huh. a test. And if I, if I go, I go, I, I write down, I have, a, I have a list of all the places I sprinkle coffee. And if I go and check all the lists after with them in the house and I said, look, look, you missed you missed the coffee grinds on the back of the toilet. Like, what were you doing? What were you doing? I just want to know what were you doing in the toilet for twelve fucking minutes, and you didn't find the coffee grinds. That's what I want to know. Oh, so you eventually tell them about the test in their face, because they're always like, "Oh, you know, if you do me monthly, then I can get that 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 that." I say, "I'll, I'll do weekly if you can complete all ten list items here." So we're gonna go check the ceiling fans on the top. This right. is the most ridiculous thing. You're creating like a scavenger hunt. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Meanwhile, it doesn't answer my question at all. Like when someone comes in, <laughs> do you just give them free reign to clean as they choose? Or do you say, I'd like you to focus on this room or that room? Can you give them really tough tasks? Like the whole barbecue needs to be cleaned. Like how much direction can you give your cleaning person? I mean, when you get a cleaning person, aren't there different like levels of what you would want like a deep clean versus like a basic clean or is it just like a flat fee for cleaning like just assuming cleaning means the same thing to everyone yeah you just say come in and clean my place what about laundry like laundry is not included exactly that's what i'm saying i think you need to be very clear with the 
cleaning person beforehand what the job entails yeah okay so. so let's just say for the sake of the podcast that nothing has been discussed it's just like hey this is my cleaning person you know you text them they come over do you just say go for it you can prioritize you, you, as you as you wish like i don't want them cleaning the dishes i can clean the dishes you know no you you could say yeah don't worry about the dishes you know yeah. I got, you can't but yeah, yeah, of course. You do a like, walkthrough. You do a walkthrough to get them. Oh, you That's always. what you do. Mm-hmm. Okay, you do a I disagree. Sometimes disagree. you hide things beforehand if you're at Amigo Rock. It's yeah. a walkthrough. <laughs> That's not my style. I just do a walkthrough. I say like, hey, you're going to get all this right? Just to avoid any confusion. Mm. Yeah, that's what you do. What about now, you, Evan? I think they have total free reign to prioritize as they choose. Interesting. I mean, it is their job and they are the professional. You think you can say like you're on the barbecue duty today? I I mean you, you better come come with some extra bills if you're if you're asking for a barbecue <laughs> cleaner. And yeah. You just pay by the hour. You don't pay by the task, dude. They don't even have the tools. You have to understand how difficult it is to clean the barbecue. What are they going to do? Spray Windex on the handle? Mm-hmm. No. You you got to get the grill cleaner. You got to put it out, lay it out in the sun, spray right. it when it foams. Well, they you come with tools typically. They come with a vacuum and a duster and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, a yes, grill cleaner. That's a specific job. I agree. Yeah. Listen, I you, you do a walk through the house. Listen, I, all right. I just cleaned the bedroom. You know, you don't need to spend as much time in the bedroom. You clean your but... bedroom and dirty your toilet. What are you doing <laughs> over there? Oh, wait, you weren't raised that you have to clean the house before the cleaning lady comes. You know what? Why would you I clean actually... the house before the cleaning person comes? That's ridiculous. No, he's he's not wrong. I I was raised that way as well. Do you yeah. eat a full meal before you go to a restaurant? Yeah, we talked no, about this. Bobby does it. It's a brilliant move. Who cleans it's, before someone cleans? It's not you clean. You pick up your stuff. Yeah, you, you get your stuff. Why? Because then they have to like pick up your stuff and then mop the floor versus just mopping the floor. And then what are they going to do with your stuff? Put it back on the ground? Like, no. You, you Everything should right. be put away. First That's, off, what kind of slob yeah. are you living with? Everything should be put away to begin with. All right? Let's cut to the chase here. You're an absolute <laughs> disaster. All right? We got to go Marie Kondo on your ass half the time. Then we can get the cleaning lady involved. Second, they have tiers. They have levels. And no one has ever been to the level that I need them to be. So I just stop paying a cleaning lady. I'm literally paying her to do a shittier job than what I can do. No one's so ever what found do do? all the coffee grinds? <laughs> never. Never. You hide them so it's well. It's amazing. It's just like, dude, did you miss the top of the picture frame? Like, what's going on here? I just don't understand. Like, were you sleeping on the job? I even played my cleaning soundtrack for you. Every Friday, I got my cleaning playlist. I put it on Spotify. I crank the music and shit goes off in this house. I'm sweating by the time I'm done. Dirt dudes for life. Do you hide your coffee grinds for yourself? You know, it's a, it's a good question. Sometimes I'll eyeball a situation. Like, I know I got this weird situation. There is a coffee thing somehow under my cabinet. I don't know what happened. I, I was maybe I wasn't even there for it. Maybe it was somebody else, but somehow it's under it. And I Ooh. found that today and I noted, I said, all right, next time. Okay. So to wrap this one up, can you give direction <laughs> to your cleaning person? Lara? Yes. You do a walkthrough when they get there and then you let them do their thing. Okay. Adam, you had a rambling psychotic answer, <laughs> <laughs> which we can't really sum up. And I say, no, let them do their own thing. Lara, hit us with another topic. What do you have for us? Okay, topic. 
If you are meeting someone outside for the first time and you have sunglasses on, do you have to take your sunglasses off to say hello? Great topic. A classic. Please. <laughs> the, the floor is yours. I mean, no, not at all. If you're outside, like first time you meet somebody, I mean, what kind of sunglasses are we talking? You know, are they the, the wide frames? They're sh- covering half your face. They're like, you know, I may go on a blind date with you later and find out that you're the one like a mezcal because I can't see your face. No. <laughs> Just like you regular gotta, sunglasses. <sighs> I think you do. I actually think, I think you have to take them off when you're seeing almost anyone. What? Even if, even if it's us? Yeah. You, I think you take you, them off, you say hello, you give a hug, you put them back on. Outside? You're you kidding. Doing? No You're way. Your, well, what do you think, Blair? Do you think you have to take them off if you meet someone for the for first, the first time? time? I think it's a sign of respect. Like, this is what my face looks like. Yeah, so why are you disrespecting me? You're disrespecting because a stranger? You've seen, because you've seen my face 8,000 times that I don't need to, like, do this formality. Well, when does it end? How about the second time you meet someone? No, then they know what you look like. Then you're good. Well, that- That's too complicated. I'm going, keep them on your face. Block All out the, the sun. Yeah, what what are you taking off your sunglasses for? Okay, what if you're meeting someone like really important, like your boss for the first time? You don't wear sunglasses for that. Yeah, the sunglasses should come off. Shit, that's a great I think every time they should come off just for a second. So, but Adam, it's like a sign of respect. Yeah, it's a sign of respect. For everyone listening, Adam Egoak just tipped his sunglasses down. Um, Do that like an and, old then, and then push him back up. Be like, nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I think I think you do. It's a great topic, Lara. This is actually a great time to remind the voters that you can, um, or remind the listeners, you can vote on our Instagram yes. at JudgePod. I'm curious to see how this one comes out. I think I think you do have to take your sunglasses off when you meet someone for the first time outside. I think so, too. I'd say only if you're meeting your a very important person you take your sunglasses off actually i never even thought i would have said no the whole the whole way through but you bring that up i'm envisioning myself take them yeah off. because it's a it's a sign of respect mm-hmm. i mean it's difficult to live your life with rose-colored glasses all the time <laughs> yeah. of course but if it's a sign of respect why not why not show respect to your friends yeah because i guess evan and i respect our friends um equally as much as like other people i've never felt more disrespected in my entire (laughs) life than i have by evan but i've also never felt as respected as i ever have in my entire life by evan so i don't know he could do the half glasses on half off i won't maybe what if you had like those bifocal things that you like flip up those flippers Okay, now we're getting crazy here. Open up the windows, yeah. 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 The windows. <laughs> uh, well, back in the day when they used to wear hats everywhere, they would take their hats off as a sign of respect. That's true. This is like the modern day equivalent. Yeah, I think you're right, Lara. You really stumbled upon something here. Thank you. That's all I wanted from you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw a topic in here, and then, Lara, we'll have you close after. Perfect. As a cleaning person, how much rearranging <laughs> can you do? Uh, you mean like a, a new set design? Yeah. No. no. Absolutely gonna... not. Really? Nothing. Okay. Zero. Zero. I, I, I thought the feng shui was bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What are you talking about? Pillows. Pillows in different places. I mean, that could be an accident. Mm. Like rugs she took reoriented. It apart she... Rugs. Yeah. Okay. First off, you have to. No, you have no. to. 
I had a mm-hmm. rug that started in my kitchen and ended up in my living room. <laughs> she changed the whole room of the rug. Which, which okay, room was the that rug an act? Do you think that was intentional or was that an accident? I do. I think it was a design choice. I think that she is a designer. <laughs> Come to think of it, yearning to be free. The living room, your love, rug in the living room did belong in the kitchen. Yeah, no, like things were all moved around. Here's another one for you. My dish yeah, yeah. soap had a bunch of water in it to make the soap last longer. I manage my dish soap how I want to manage my dish soap. Don't I, I'm a, I'm aware of the concentration of the dish soap. I know you can put water in it. Do you have a backup do dish soap? Do you huh? have backup dish soap? Of course, I have a backup dish soap. What do you think I am? You put for me. I have a backup of everything. And if I was running low, I would add the water myself. Do you think? Can you do that? Can you add water to someone's dish soap as a cleaning person? <laughs> Yo, these are hysterical. I, I'm just yeah. picturing. It's I'm a hell it. no for me. Can you move candles around? Can you move how no. books are placed on a coffee okay. table? Books and candles and like tchotchkes are different from full on furniture. If well, you move let's start a few with the things... books and tchotchkes. Wait, wait, yeah, what's course. a tchotchke? Oh, like, like the little marble arch, the things that are nothing, you know? A tchotchke is like a, like a little object or something. Like when a little. Call it a, Evan calls it a trinket, right? You call it no, trinket. I call them knickknacks, if you will. Knickknacks. It's all the knick-knacks. same. But the actual name are design accents—they were all moved around. The orientation <laughs> of things were changed. She's like, you, know, like, you can move. She's is a designer, a, yearning to be free inside. It is this could be like her audition? You know, like she's just doing this. Everyone's apartment, waiting for them to be like, "Did you ever think about doing set design? Did you ever interior <laughs> design?" I think. Yeah. That, like, what was I thinking? Putting a carpet in my my kitchen first off Agreed. you're this only two, two people on in the entire world the entire world i've been everywhere in the world that i've been to <laughs> you're the only two people you and one other person's guy devin who has a rug in their kitchen and i was flabbergasted okay almost everyone has a pad below their sink what everyone has something to stand on at the sink i don't I how long are you at the sink for you that's need very pad. common. It's very common. That's yeah, not in an a, industrial yeah, that's kitchen. Common. To put what that in my living about? room, you don't have a pad. You have a car, you have a rug. <laughs> I have a rug. And I could see how she thought this is wildly misplaced. Now, second, the coffee table books—that's asinine. You got to leave the coffee table books on the coffee table, unless, of course, the coffee table books were not on the coffee table. No, she left them on the coffee table, but she changed the orientation of them. That's fine. That was an accident. That was no, probably an accident. No, I was a design choice. I know <laughs> the it. candles. Where did they start and where did they end? The candles were on. They were on the same table that they were on, but originally, but they were in a different place in a different arrangement. That's fine. Tchotchkes, trinkets, right. however you want to call I, I think it. I'm a such a stickler here. Let's just take them one by one. Can you move rugs from one room to another, Lara? No. Adam. No. No. Can you move decorative things from one place to another, Lara? <laughs> Like, what's an example of a decorative thing? A, a candle, lamp? a book. A candle. A, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Ridiculous, Adam. For sure. I, I abstain. I don't know. And so, lastly, can you put water in someone's dish soap as a cleaning person? For sure. That's oh, like a cleaning person task. What do you mean? That's no, like a, no. I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think that's a big deal. She thought I she was you. helping you. Yeah. I hear you on that. But unless your dish soap, your backup dish soap wasn't readily available to find, you got to put the water in. She was probably looking all over the place and found that your spare was hidden under the rug in the back office's kitchen. Like, I don't know. My spare may not have been visible to the naked eye, 
but there was about a quarter of the bottle left of soap. It wasn't even ready for the water anyways. How much water did you put in? It's now three quarters full. I went to just clean That's the dish and I was like, whoa, what in the heck? <laughs> that is an me. asinine move but it, you should know you should water down your dish soap i should control that that's my dish soap you can't you can't do that i control I'd be that more bummed if it was like from the hand soap dispenser but the dish soap and she moved all the coffee grinds that i sprinkled around my house to different places <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever if, if i went to go check upstairs like above the fucking picture frame <laughs> And I just found them like in a heart on my bed, like with the middle wow. finger in the middle. If I'm being honest, I don't want to be either of your cleaning ladies. <laughs> Whose cleaning lady <laughs> would you rather be, Lara, based on these two things? I think Adam's Evan, where you get a full report after from all those right. sneaky places he hit everything. Totally. Or me, where I think, I'm in a, I'm a silent standoff for four hours straight. Yeah. I think Evan <laughs> is significantly less scary. I'm going to go with Evan. Great oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bucket of joy because I know of the course, test is coming. But, you know? but I feel the pressure of like needing to perform to a certain level at Adam Eagle I'm Rock playing house. music even for if, you. I got a playlist. Even if Adam Eagle Rock is a lovely human himself, Evan feels a little more chill. You know? Thank you, Larry. I feel like I have more liberties at Evan's than at you, Adam Eagle Rock. And I'm a person, person of freedom. I want the freedom to just do my thing. And I don't want someone having like a checklist. Well, you don't really have any freedom at my place because God forbid you put water in my dish soap or move (laughs) my candles around like you will have hell to pay. I mean, (gasps) just the the concept that you're not making your your cleaning person a better cleaning person. I I have a report card. Like I'm letting you know like how how to get the job done, you know? Like listen, you're not ever going to come back. So don't worry there, Mrs. But or Mr. But. You know, for the next house, make sure you find the fucking coffee grinds. It's a very slayer coach. That's a fair, you are like paving her career trajectory a little bit more. Similar to how you guys have done with me. Um, Adam Yugarok's firm management style versus Evan's more lax one. So, you know, that's a good point. You're making her a better cleaning lady. All right, let's clean this episode up. Lara, take us home. (laughs) Okay. Um, How soon is too soon to ask someone you're eating with if they're going to finish something Mm. or sorry to add to this. Um, if they have like a pickle, pickles are my favorite food in the world. Um, is it implied if they put it to the side, like, Oh, that's fair game. Or do you have to wait, uh, some time? Pickles are a, uh, interesting food because either you love them or you hate them. And the non-pickle eaters, you'll you'll know pretty quick if they're not going to eat the pickle. Yep. Like mm. if they have finished half the sandwich and the pickle hasn't been touched, I think it's a pretty good assumption they're not going to eat the pickle. Interesting. I, this this is the one of my biggest pet peeves ever is that somehow the world got on this concept that the pickle was the perfect side dish to a sandwich. Are you not I a pickle never, guy? No. And I and I because of that, I was always like, but why the pickle? Like why? Like why not a carrot? No, why it not? has a good aftertaste when you eat yeah. something. Oh, so that's the key word though. Aftertaste. Not a, you don't eat that before. I see everyone who likes pickles, they just start chomping in the pickle before they eat anything. Well, yeah, I can't wait to eat the pickle. It's my favorite No, I don't need to start with the pickle. It's like starting with dessert for me, you know? Like you can start, <laughs> <laughs> go for what you want really quickly. Interesting. So that would mean that you'd have to wait till the person like finishes their food. And then if they eat their pickle, then it's fair game. Or it's not yeah. fair game. If they've finished their food and the pickle's the only thing left, then it's totally fair game. 
I, I mean, I think right away you could you could ask, hey, do you like pickles? You can eat that pickle. I think that's fine. But like, yeah, if they, I've been if in they that scenario. Are just mm-hmm. biting into the first bite of the sandwich, and then you're just like, you gonna you gonna finish the other half? Mm. You know, I I think that you should gauge. That's actually so funny. This just happened to me today at lunch. I ended up just eating the entire scone. I th- they thought we were splitting it. I just ate the whole thing. But I placed the plate, you know, to share. But I'm just, I just ended up eating the whole thing. And then who got the pickle? Well, I asked him. I was just like, hey, did you want any of that? <laughs> oh, you asked him after you finished. I asked it. him. I said, I'll buy another one. But like, did you want any of that? He's like, not anymore. That's um, so nice of you. I I think they I think you could you could pre you could prematurely fire put it on the radar. Mm-hmm. I think that you have to have they have to eat like over half of their meal at least before you can ask about the pickle. Okay. What do well, you think, Lara? I don't think it's just pickle though. She's to me to me it's about the amount of time, not the amount of like food mm, consumed. Okay. So if you're like enough. at a lunch and the pickle or insert other thing that they're eating has been sitting there for like. 20 minutes and you're just like dilly dallying, then I feel like you could be like, Oh, you're going to eat that versus, you know what I mean? Like the yeah, amount of food. Right. If and like, if, if, yeah. If, if they, they substantially really slow down the pace of eating and they still haven't touched it. <laughs> exactly. Then, yeah. yeah. I agree with you on that. That's I, when I, they're I figured weakest. it out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's when you finish your meal plus two minutes. Mm. <laughs> okay. You that's can't, you can't ask, are you going to finish that while you have half a plate? Two or mm. 10 minutes. Two, two, two minutes. Two minutes. That feels short. How fast are you eating? I mean, I'd give them like, I'd give them like seven minutes. A good eater finishes their meal at the same time the other person finishes. Their it's meal. so true. It's so Wait, true. You know, I've I, never I, heard of that before. I think about that all the time. And actually, I went to lunch today with a friend and um, we both got <laughs> these like pretty big sandwiches. So like you kind of, it's not like a salad where you have, you have to take a big bite, you know? And so we get the food and he's like, hey, how was your uh, trip down to South America? And I was like, oh, man, like, how am I going to sneak in a, <laughs> a, you know, a massive tuna sandwich while I right. tell him the story of this big <laughs> trip when he just gets to sit there and listen? No, you, you in the beginning, you do one person gets to speak while the other eats. Then the other person gets to eat while you speak. And then if you both are chit chatting and eating. And you don't finish around the same time. One of you's at fault. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what? It's I probably going to be the cleaning. Probably going to be the cleaning lady who's at fault. Yeah. Last time I'm buying her lunch. You guys, I've never heard of that before. I've never paid attention ever in my life, really. Yeah. To if like... one person has all the food left, that means they talk the whole time. When I go out to eat with Adam, he has a full plate. <laughs> what if he's just a slower eater? I'm a pretty slow eater. What That's if not I'm the just case a... here. Yeah. Okay, no, but you, other you should people. read the book um, "Paste Eating" by Adam Eaglerock. Yeah. It's, it's available <laughs> on Audible and Amazon Prime. Um, but that was a great topic, Lara. I could see why you were stuck in such a pickle there. <laughs> Yo, you're on Whoa. fire. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I feel like we could talk all day, but unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap it up. Uh, Lara, thank you so much. We love having you on. You put the Jew in New Jersey, the Ho in Hoboken. Lara from New Jersey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Adios.